Welcome to the Self-Care for the Soul podcast. I'm Nia Marie, and I'm an eating disorder and mental health advocate, blogger, influencer, and speaker in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I'm here to talk all things mental health, eating disorders, self-love, and of course, self-care. Sometimes we get too busy focusing on productivity and our to-do lists, and we end up putting our self-care on the back burner. The Self-Care for the Soul podcast is all about no frills, no flourish, self-care, and self-love. Instead, we're focusing on the fundamentals. So join me for my thoughts on self-care and self-love and interviews with other mental health and self-care advocates. Let's jump on in. Welcome to Self-Care for the Soul. This is Nia Marie. This is my podcast. And welcome um, to all my fam. I am so happy to be able to talk to you all and just to give you a quick rundown of my origin story in the mental health space, the eating disorder world, all of that. I can't wait to jump into that with you. So let's go ahead. So I'm going to tell you guys a quick story. Flashback, it was a couple years out of college, about 2016. I graduated in 2014. And I was living in California in a room that I was renting from a family with three kids. It was pretty hectic, chaotic. Um, I was running my business out of the living room. And I I pretty much had everything that I owned in this bedroom, my bed, a desk, that sort of stuff. And I rented this room and I spent a majority of my time at this point trying to lose weight. I would buy all of this expensive food from the grocery store. And on Sunday I would, you know, get in the kitchen and I would make my little egg cups. I'd make my turkey bacon. I would cook my tilapia. I would defrost and cook my shrimp. Um, I'd make my chicken breast on the little George Foreman that I had. And by about Tuesday night, maybe Wednesday, I would be ordering pizza. I was so stressed all the time. I was just stressed out of my mind and I was coping, but not eating pretty much all day or for longer on most days when I wasn't eating my meal prep or when I wasn't eating pizza that I ordered. And then I was binge eating at night. Um, I was going through drive throughs I was eating anything that I could find in the cupboards. I was just miserable. I was exhausted and I was depressed. And I was just so down on myself and my body. I hated being fat. I hated how I looked. I hated that I felt like my body was a physical barrier to what felt like freedom in the world, in my life. And I hated what I looked like. I hated how I was acting. And I also realized that I was not taking care of myself at all. But what I was doing was I was desperately hoping that somehow I would find the right diet, the right plan, and I would lose weight. I would become thin And in my mind, losing the weight was the equivalent of so many amazing things to me. It was the equivalent of feeling less lonely 
and having people finally like me. And I wanted so badly to be free from the day in and day out hating myself and my body. And of course, at the time, what I didn't know was the more that I was hating myself and shaming myself into losing weight, the more I was just hating my body overall. But aside from losing weight, I was still in this crappy, shitty mental health space. And I really was just dreaming of a time where I wasn't going to be painfully depressed or anxious every single day. Um, I wanted freedom from the prison that my eating disorder was keeping me in. And honestly, I just wanted to be happy. I wanted to smile more. I wanted to not feel alone in a room of people. I wanted to not feel alone when I was by myself. And that's really what I wanted. I wanted all of those things. I know it's a long list. I know it sounds oh, really difficult to get, but I was dreaming big and that's what I wanted. So then one day I had to face my issues head on because at this point I was already in therapy, but we weren't talking about food. We weren't talking about an eating disorder. And I was tired of doing the same thing day after day, day in and day out. And I just felt like giving up. I felt like nothing was working for me. I felt like food wasn't working. Depression wasn't working. Anxiety wasn't working. School wasn't working. My job wasn't working. Um, my living situation wasn't working. My dog wasn't working. My family wasn't working. Like it just felt like every single thing, no matter what I pointed at was not working for me. And then on a random Tuesday, <laughs> I went online and I Googled eating disorder support groups in my area. And I found a website that had a list of all these groups. And there was a community group that met at a place 10 minutes from my house. And they met the next night at 7 p.m. There was a therapist for the therapist in charge of the group. Sorry, there was a number for the therapist in charge of the group. And I was honestly just so anxious to call the number. It said to like call if you wanted to come to the group. And so I was worried that she would basically pick up and tell me, don't bother coming. Um, we can't help you. You don't really have an eating disorder. You're not sick. Um, your life isn't bad enough. Uh, all of these words running through my head. But what I did do was I called and left a message. She called me right back and she told me that the group was open and they'd be happy to have me. So the next night I got in my car, I drove those 10 minutes down the freeway and I parked in a parking lot outside of just a normal California office building. And I watched a few women go into the building and I sat there and I questioned, should I just back my car up, drive out of this parking lot, go home? Um, should I just ditch this? But I didn't, which is amazing. I didn't, I went inside, I found the group room and I sat down in a chair. The chairs were all in a huge circle. I sat down and the next hour and a half literally changed my life. We went around everyone in the group and checked in with our level of anxiety at the beginning of the group. And my body felt like it was on fire. Like I felt hot and my chest felt tight. I was having like not a hard time breathing but my breathing was like tight too and so I could just feel the anxiety just vibrating in my body and I checked in 
and I was honest and I said that my anxiety was a nine out of 10. And I sat there and I listened to the other women in the group share and I listened to them laugh and encourage each other and call each other out on silly things and on problematic things. And um, I just listened to the honesty that was in that room. And I mean, honestly, the cursing too. And then when the group was coming towards an end, it was my turn to share. And I explained what I was going through, why I was there. Um, I basically just rambled a bit because I didn't know what I was supposed to say. I didn't know, you know, what I wanted to say. And basically, as I was talking, my chest loosened up, my shoulders relaxed. I smiled some. People were like, oh, yeah, I get that. Oh, that's happened to me, too. Um, and then after I was done sharing, we checked out as a group and for the first time in months, my anxiety was at a four. I was finally able to breathe. I didn't feel horribly trapped. I felt like other people could see me and relate to me, which I had never felt before. And I realized how I was not actively taking care of my mental health, even though this whole time I thought I had been. I realized how alone I felt and that connection was the cure to loneliness and isolation. So the thing that I decided to do was I decided to keep going to that group. I brought up food and my feelings in my therapy sessions. I went and saw my doctor and confided, confided in her that, you know, I wasn't eating for days and binge eating and I was desperately trying to lose weight. And I told her about the eating disorder group and how I finally was coming to terms with the fact that I had an eating disorder. And I did all of this so I could take better care of myself, so I could put my mental health first and prioritize fighting my mental illnesses. But there was still a major problem. Going to group once a week and talking to a therapist who didn't specialize in what I was going through could only do so much. I was stuck. I still had to deal with actually respecting myself and my body. I still had to find a way to move past self-awareness to action and self-care, and I had to find a way to prioritize this and add it to my daily life and make it a number one concern. The journey from struggling day in and day out with food, like it was before I went to this group, and taking care of myself was a long journey. It lasted years, years, and I had to fight myself, my misconceptions, and a whole lot of myths along the way. All of these steps allowed me every day to make another right choice. Another choice that helped me show myself respect and care. Um, I started to make time to cook meals. I started to see my friends more. I started making more friends. Um, and I also made sure that I was sleeping a much needed eight hours a night and so many other things. And all of these choices meant that I could now see that my moods were more stable and that I was better able to handle my depression and my anxiety. I was getting better at grounding myself um, when my anxiety was getting worse, and I was better able to soothe myself when I had extreme emotions affect me. And I will say that along with these coping skills and the therapy and the groups, I also was taking medication for mental health. And I will talk about that later in another episode where we talk about um, mental illness and the med game. 
So instead of sitting in my pain every day, in the end, I was able to share my struggles and my journey. I was able to constantly blog my ups and downs on social media and not only hold myself accountable, but also inspire others. I was able to show other people that it's okay to be depressed and that the little things you do to better take care of yourself are so necessary. I gave people an outlet to share their thoughts and struggles too. Even sharing the most vulnerable parts of myself let people in. I remember I shared a post of my of myself crying in like really bad depression. I showed what my room looked like after being depressed and not cleaning for a month. I showed just the reality of what life with a mental illness looked like. And people responded so amazingly. People responded saying, you know, I go through that too. Thank you for sharing this. I didn't think anyone else went through that. And it just reminded me that connection, once again, is the cure to isolation and loneliness because your eating disorder, your mental illness, all of it, it will tell you that you're the only person going through that. It will tell you that you're not sick enough to get help. And that is just so wrong, like so wrong. And sometimes it takes you seeing another stranger on Instagram showing what they're going through, um, breaking through that highlight reel, posting their actual feelings for you to understand that you are not alone. So now, I'm able to share with people the ways to make sure that they have time for themselves. I help people come up with ways to incorporate more self-care into their days and lives. I help them feel less guilt for taking time out of their busy schedule to breathe and read and dance and cook. And I'm just so glad that I get to do that. I'm so glad that I get to help other people get to a place that I'm at and inspire them and just share my story, share my ups and downs and be there for other people when they need someone to support them. So thank you all for listening to this first episode on the podcast. That is my origin story. I will, of course, be diving in deeper to all of these different aspects that I talked about. And like I said, medication and so much more. If you want to leave a voice memo for me, if you have a question that you want me to address on the podcast, please feel free to leave them on Anchor. I would love to hear, hear from you. And, and until next time, stay safe and stay stable.